Let's get to bring it back. Give it the sack. Have a crack. My back and my crack. Instead of bring it back this week, it is bring them back because we are talking about players who have came back from long-term injuries in this season. And when we say long-term, we're talking about 700, 800,000 days plus out of the great game that we know and love. We saw a incredible mullet and Lorax-style mustache on the weekend, of course. Lyndon Dunn. Do you remember Lyndon Dunn? He was back for the pies on the weekend. It took him 773 days to return after he had quite a terrible run with knee injuries. He's 33 years of age. He's had quite a journey, but he came back against the Adelaide Crows. Round 15, 2018, 773 days since he last played football for the Pies. Game 197 with a haircut perfect for the occasion. And watch the run to Lyndon Dunn. He kicked a big-time goal. And the pies ran from everywhere to celebrate and ruffle up that mullet. Gents, how good is it to see players who have been on the injury list for an extended period of time back in the team? Yeah, it's fantastic. I've forgotten that Lyndon Nunn was still playing. <laughs> he, he sort of rig looks like he's been out of the game for a while as well. He's rocking a fantastic mullet. Apparently, he's a really good club in Lyndon Dunn. And you sort of remember back to his early days in Melbourne, you think, gee, that was a long time ago. I think that he's still running around after missing all of those days. It was great to see him. From an essence perspective, I also love seeing Jimmy Stewart. He's gone through something pretty similar to Joe Dunner in a groin injury and hasn't been nearly talked about as much as what Joe has. So to see him back after a very long time on the sidelines was good to see. And Tim Broomhead had suffered one of the worst broken legs I've ever seen. So to see him come back was great as well. That was truly horrific, that broken leg. A couple of seasons back, just chilling. I remember that. But yeah, Lyndon Dunn, look, a nice one to see, I think, for any fan who probably agree with that. I reckon it's 15 years at least since the start of his career. A real journeyman. And to add to it with a goal is just a little bit of icing on that cake. A feel-good moment, I would say. Started in 2006, Lyndon Dunn. He's on 197 games. So they'll try again to 200. We don't call you the stat man for no reason there, Maxie. <laughs> Brilliant work there. Plenty of great returns this year. We spoke about Majak Dor a couple of weeks ago. 706 days for him. As you mentioned, Maxie, Jimmy Stewart, 790-day wait. was a very, very long time for him. Of course, had that COVID scare as well this season. So it hasn't been easy for him. And Sam Doherty had to wait over 1,000 days to notch up his 100th game in round eight. So that was fantastic. They couldn't get a banner out for him. I've been screaming for banners for a very, very long time, but they got a little confetti one for him in the rooms, which was fantastic to see. So we love fairy tale moments in the AFL, and it just shows that if you can hang in there for long enough, if you have a good support network around you, dreams do come true, gentlemen. Oh, my dream would come true at the chow shop. Let's get to give it the sack because we are sick and tired of staging. I mentioned a long, long time ago on the show that Tom Papley is a little bit of a smart ass, And I'll tell you what, he went absolutely soaring. But then at the end of that game, he was handed a $500 fine for his Oscar nomination for that. Gents, what is going on? Oh, as for give it the sack, I'd label it as I wish it never started. I tell you what, it's not something I don't think is popular at all in our game. You'd be hard-pressed finding a fan that enjoys seeing it. I can't think of anyone who actually enjoys it. Yeah, I suppose the question is, what did you guys think of the Callum Ward one? He was called Mr. Hollywood after the game. I think the contact was high, but he definitely contributed to it. 
He did. And I do applaud the fact that he came out and um, admitted he might have gone a bit far with the reaction. I, I actually agree. I think the contact probably was high. He went a little dramatic with the effects. And, well, I suppose it, <laughs> it worked to get the free kick and get his side over the line. I'm sure his teammates wouldn't have minded too much. Was, uh, there's just some that are a whole lot better at it than others. And, guys, I've got to ask you real quick. The Hayden Ballantyne punch... <laughs> That was done by a good old Matty Scarlett. Do you think he fell down a little too easily or do you think that was a pretty decent punch? Oh, it was pretty soft. Yeah, I think he went down pretty easily. Talk about rivalries. I remember Geelong and Freeman had a pretty good rivalry for a few years there. They did. And there were yep. some games that were played at Subiaco that were very, very close. And we're talking about back in the day where Geelong were competing in the grand finals. Frio mm. matched it with them. It was it was a very exciting rivalry. And then it was obviously heightened when Pinch won off them in Geelong. So you're right, Maxie. It's been quite the rivalry. It's one of those obscure rivalries. I remember... I think we've talked about rivalry round in a bring it back segment, but um, yep. I'd like to see like an obscure rivalry round. I think um, Geelong versus Freer would be one and the Western Bulldogs versus Giants would be one. Non-traditional rival round would be a good one. I like that a lot. Maybe that's a little idea for a future segment just quietly. Let's get back to the Callum Ward situation for just one moment because I was very, very disappointed to hear that there was a lot of angry footy followers that were sending death threats to Callum Ward and posted some really ugly comments on a photo on Instagram that had his three-year-old son. There were some very, very hateful messages that came across. Look, the Essendon Footy Club, like all AFL clubs, are taking this very seriously. And I spoke to Justin Langer, the great Australian cricket coach throughout the week on our RMIT Sports Leadership Series, and he detailed how awful the abuse was that the Australian cricket team copped from the England public. And JL says there's room in the sport for banter, but no abuse. So at the end of the day, it's a game of sport, gentlemen. The lives of those sport players off the field should be respected and give those gutless comments online the sack once and for all. Well said, mate. Yeah. I'm sort of surprised that more AFL players don't turn off their comments, particularly during season. I think someone said, the smartest person you know has access to social media and the dumbest person you know has access to social media. So there's probably a million plus who are watching that Essen versus GWS game and giving everything that's going on, there's probably a lot of people who are very frustrated, but that's not the way to handle it. I think you summed it up pretty well, man. Yep, fully agree, boys. Sometimes uh, that, that off switch or the, or the old airplane mode is the best way to go. And, but I do often wonder, and I've thought about it a few times before, why more of them aren't just off it all together. It's a double-edged sword for anyone to use. I suppose the effect of it is emphasised for professional athletes, you might say. Let's get to have a crack, because this week on Have a Crack, we saw some very, very interesting footage of our man Conor McKenna. Hey, Irishman, gosh, he does some very, very, very questionably <laughs> strange things. But in the pre-game against the Gold Coast Suns. He kicked a Rabona. Have you ever heard of this before? No. No, neither. Let me explain it to you, gentlemen. So the Rabona is a method of kicking the ball whereby the kicking leg is wrapped around the back of the standing leg and somehow in that motion you kick a ball. And he kicked a goal from the pocket doing so. Now... He's got a 73% kicking efficiency when I last checked, and that might have went down after the weekend. I say, why not try it in the game? He's already tried a solo several times, and he's stuffed it up. And I say, if there's one more Irish skill that you have left in your repertoire, give this one a good old red crack. Because 
Honestly, it could be an effective skill to use against a defender. Do we like a little tactic like this coming into our game, trying something a little bit left field? I wouldn't put it past Connor, considering his solo effort on the weekend, but you can't put anything past Connor. Sometimes you just do something without thinking about it, so I can't really tell whether or not it would work. I don't think Wilshire would be a big fan of it, but I wouldn't put it past Connor to just randomly pull it off on the halfback flank. I can only envisage down the track something like this will happen more often we will see it whether it's a player of particular Irish heritage or not someone's going to perfect it and it's going to be an extraordinary skill to watch that's for sure do it from an impossible angle where no one will judge you if you spray it out of bounds on the full let's talk about one more soccer skill that we want to see in our game that we want to have a crack scissor kick it is one of the hardest most celebrated skills on the soccer field, it is such an amazing spectacle seeing a player pretty much flip their entire bodies over and get that scissor swaying motion. And for that reason alone, gentlemen, on a highlight reel at the end of the season, goal of the year, this is what we want to see, don't we? An incredible scissor kick, defying the laws of gravity. Defying the laws of gravity. I don't know whether players can just randomly pull off a scissor kick. <laughs> I feel like if it's a high ball and you're maybe a one-on-one or a two-on-one in the goal square, you can maybe manoeuvre your body in a way that you might be able to volley the ball through off your boot. Mm. The more unpredictable avenues to scoring, perhaps the better. Just don't land on the wrong part of the collarbone. That is for sure. You might be a little sore for the next couple of weeks afterwards. <laughs> <laughs>